she was six months old, she had had Tip and Huff as cribmates and had dreamed the pleasantest dreams in their company at nap time and at night. All the Raven Line offspring had been similarly paired when they were six months old with Deanie Young. On Iota Oragai, such partnering had become normal. Even before much interspecies communication had become viable, miners, who were so overworked they were glad of any assistance, had taken adult pairs of dinies into the pits and shafts when the Merdinis had dreamed their willingness to do so. The tough and suspicious Oragayan miners had discovered that the dinies were instinctive colliers, hard workers, and unusually strong. "'Hey, yo!' cried someone behind her. Turning, Laria saw her brother Theon, his white lock flopping across his face, round the bend on his chunky black pony charger, Murr and Dip trudging along beside him. Not for the first time did Laria regret that the conformation of the dini made it impossible for them, with their stout short legs and stumpy tail, to straddle the hardy little Denebian hybrid ponies that humans employed. When they were younger, she'd occasionally put Tip and Huff up on Saki, Dip in front where she could hold on to it, and Huff riding pillion behind, its fingers latched tightly to her belt. But it wasn't the most comfortable way to travel, and now her mates were too heavy to ride Saki with her. "'Good hunting, Theon!' Laria called back. "'Plenty for pot and spit!' her brother yelled, grinning hugely. "'Roger's right behind us with airbag. He must have some secret source of scurriers the amount he's bringing in.' Hunting was a weekend occupation for the three oldest raven line children, who were good archers, while the Deanies were clever with traps. With such a big household to feed, small avian species and burrowing animals, scurriers, and the variety of rabbit that had adapted well to Oragai were welcome additions to protein requirements, not always as well satisfied by the huge gardens. The tower could, of course, have brought in any supplies needed— but it had become a matter of family pride and honor for this household to supply its own needs, human and Merdini, either from the high plateaus and valleys behind Oragai City or from their fields. Saki was too eager for her warm stable and supper to be held back to wait for Theon, so Laria let her walk out, her tired young Dini mates hauled alongside. As they finally reached the terrace level, Lights were already beginning to augment the dimming day and illuminate the broad courtyard. Saki's hooves clattered across it, summoning the resident pets, coonies, darbles, and what Laria had termed slithers, the Merdini equivalent of a pet. Neither reptile nor bird, neither furred nor feathered, but loving, affectionate, dependent on assistance to survive anywhere, slithers had, to everyone's great astonishment, become accepted by coonies ignored by darbles, and endeared themselves to the humans as useful household creatures. Their existence and nurture by Merdinis had been a curiously important factor in the acceptance of the aliens. Any critter that cares for a pet, even one as repulsive as that slithery reptiloid or, uh, entity, the fleet commander had remarked, can't be all bad. As slither diet consisted of Oragayan insects and small bugs unappetizing to other life forms, the creatures kept the large, sprawling raven lion residents and neighboring fields clear of pests that often caused humans on Oragai considerable discomfort or nuisance when they fed on the crops. Laria was already giving Saki a rubdown when first Theon and then Roger arrived in the stable to tend their own beasts. While one Dini brought the catch up to the kitchen wing, the other helped with hay and feed for the horses. 
That set had already stabled animals to stamping and snorting. Have all the ponies been fed? Laria asked, broadcasting her thought more than directing it to either parent. Please, darling, had some late tower traffic, replied Damia. What splendid hunting you've all had! Laria ported the feeds into the mangers, adding the special vitamins and salts that two of the newest ponies required, until their digestions altered to Oregon grasses. As usual, the four dinies clacked in loud appreciation of her kinetic skill. We feed ponies, we make ponies happy, Tip and Huff chanted, although they themselves had done nothing. But as Tip and Huff were hers, any of her achievements were also theirs. Laria gave a small, almost inaudible sigh of resignation. For all their years in a talented household, the Deanies were always more charmed by small teleportations like this than any of the major workings from the tower.